recent conversation we've been having with one of our guys in the, the Theta community, he's trying to sell us all on flat Earth. So yeah. you you look at this and uh, these squares look pretty pretty flat. What, what, what's your thoughts? <laughs> That's a good question. My thoughts on the flat Earth uh, theory. Yeah, no, well, I don't know if I can give a good answer to that. The only thing I know is that because I'm the, the CTO of Curve, so, so basically I'm responsible for all the tech behind it. And um, it was quite a struggle to make things work and to actually divide the roundness of the earth into squares. This week's episode is brought to you by none of secret supply of sauce, the best sauce known to mankind and available on shelf anywhere. Even when the freezer is full of sauce, there is still no sauce for you. You want some Nona sauce? Too bad, only Nona decides who gets the sauce. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 14 of the Poppin' Mags Pinecast. Mags, how you doing? I'm doing good. I just, you know, I feel a little vindicated right now, and um, I don't want to stop you from doing your... Uh, countdowns and count-ups <laughs> well yes so let's let's start with that we got k fuel you know coming in there's we're still counting down counting up the k fuel we're at 222 days since that was promised our play still on the clock staking and decks we're up to 241 days and the airdrop of our play tokens is up to 324 days past due and as you may have noticed we were able to drop a couple of items off of the reverse countdowns. Say what? Yep. So we'll start with our boy Max Theta into the Wilderverse, officially debuted on Open Theta this week. Congratulations. I personally had some issues because I learned after the fact that I guess you can't view it on Chrome, Google Chrome or whatever. And oh. that's that's where my MetaMask wallet is. And I didn't feel like importing it into Internet Explorer or Brave browser. So e. I have yet b to be able to watch episode one. I'm hoping that maybe Open Theta will make this work for Google Chrome. I mean, have have you ever heard of Google Chrome? It's all over the news. It does, it does seem to be one of the more popular browsers out there, but it seems to be non-compatible at the moment. So that's a different story, but they are officially off the countdown. And let's hear it. We got the peel, bro. And that's a two for one. It was a two for one. The peel, the peel comes off the count up. You come off the count up. You're vindicated, as you said. And because I, I was counted up when it already existed when people heard this last week. Or, You're or correct. You're correct. When this dropped. But thankfully, I legalized myself into only doing the count up from the date of when we were recording. So saved myself a little grief there. True and that. it's very funny because basically this that Monday happened the way that you said the previous Monday was going to work. And I don't think we talked about it. I think I was telling you what the plan was and why I was so excited because we were recording and I was that the what got me on the count up was I was uh, helping the team refresh the met metadata of all the traits, which they needed to be cleaned up. And I already I think James re James uh, mentioned that in the Guild Guardian. So so I helped out with that. And then, you know, I lost the money that I still don't have. <laughs> we should put the money on the oh, 70 man. bucks on the count up. But yeah, but it's exactly how I explained to you how it was going to go. 
I was going to, I said, probably before you hear this, when you wake up on Monday, it's, it's going to be there. Yep. And then the, so I wake up this Monday, the first thing I see on my phone is a tweet from you. You must, you're an early riser over there. Okay. Yeah. So, and I, and you're like, uh, basically you explained the, uh, uh, the other phenomenon that we run into of recording on Sunday. Yeah. Right. And then dirty uh, Monday, dirty Monday, Monday happens. And by Tuesday comes out, everything we talked about is either proved like wrong last or last week's newspaper. Yeah, exactly. So, so, um, so yeah, it was, it was, uh, good to get off. I'm glad I was on. I, uh, but yeah, I was happy to, you know, I was, I'm happy to hear you say that that's how I described it is how it, how it happened. So a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, uh, I woke up to Aragorn posting it in our little, uh, little side chat there. So I was like, Oh, here we go. The, I guess it's live. This is what I was expecting a week ago at this time. So it was, and to be honest, dude, the peel hasn't exactly disappointed. You know, that's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, there was some technical glitches, you know, that they experienced. They've been, they've been working through most, most of those issues. Most yep. of it's been resolved. Um, and considering uh, some of the issues we had with like the initial drop and uh, the reveals, I think like, did we have issues with reveals? Maybe I'm just imagining that. I don't know. But um, it basically, I, I wasn't upset. I was not upset with a single one of my peels, and I peeled all of them. Uh, wow. All okay. Of mine. Yeah. So. so just in case there's anyone out there that doesn't know what we're talking about, we got the, the skull and bananas on ETH, and you mint a canister, right? And then you can open up that canister, and you get your, your base banana. And then from there, you get to log into skullandbananas.com. And when you link up your wallet to it, there's a peel tab. And you can go on there. And you got four different choices of the lore path that you want to take that banana down. Uh, you got the dragon fruit. You got Predacons, Pinana, and the Samurai route. So you get to choose one of those four. You choose your banana. And then you you peel it, and your base banana then gets kind of readjusted into a whole different banana based on the route that you go and the 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 way that you peel it. So it's it's pretty cool. And honestly, most of these peeled bananas are coming out looking like customs, in my opinion. Oh my my god! It's it's just amazing what you know the some of the. Uh, they're all catchy looking like before the peel, but like you see so many of them, they look, it's like, ah, uh, but now it's, it's a, it's a whole new ball game. There's all these, they all look one amazing. And, uh, the paths and just real quick about the paths. I, so we make sure if people don't know that once you choose your path, you can't go back. So you could, well, well you can't. That, yeah. Okay. As I was. So once you choose your path, you can go back to your original banana but you can't then select another, a different path and go on that path. So right. it's, it's, it's like a real choose your own adventure where, you know, you can't, um, you can't go back unless you, unless you die. And then you have to read the book. That, that doesn't <laughs> make any another, sense in this situation. Yeah. Get another banana. But so all those, so there's like the Han Solo torsos, uh, yeah. that are really nice. I'm in love with the night helmets. Uh, there's, 
I think there's a there's gold, there's black, there's regular uh, nacho flavor and <laughs> and blue. This one hot. Yeah. And so uh, the funny thing, I don't know what your opinion is. I've mentioned this. I think I tweeted about it yesterday or something. But my business Viking, right? That was a generative. Uh, he had the um, ancient aliens yeah, the, or so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's just so funny, and that's why uh, shout out to Char. Always shout out to Char. But uh, he, he, you know, he gave me a, uh, you know, a GM with a coffee cup with him. You know, like you know, oh, yeah. coming to work oh, yeah. on Saturday. Business Viking, so like brown suit and tie, Viking hat, cool face, uh, transformed into a just a regular silver knight helmet with a black suit and black tie in a in a nice background. Well, all <laughs> those backgrounds are nice. Uh, some are nicer than yeah, others. They are. Like yeah. All, like I would not kick any one of those out of bed. Any of those backgrounds. Yeah, even the ones that are now appearing to be more common too. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about that uh, before we recorded. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so, uh, so, but yeah, yeah, just you know, so it turns everything into you know their own one on ones. I mean, they're generative yeah. anyway, so they you know they kind of were. But really, man, like they're a lot more fun now, uh, and I feel yeah, uh, I, it they're just blew my. It blew my expectations out of the water. Like I was expecting something cool, but like this was even cooler than I could even imagined. So, agreed. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, there was a Twitter poll. I'm not sure if you noticed where you, people could vote on what their favorite lore was for the peel. Did you? Did you? Oh, vote? I voted. I didn't. I didn't see the results. But I. I'm, can I guess it was peel Nana? That one started to take the lead. I saw. Yeah, pine Nana. or the the pine Nana. Yeah, yeah. Duh. Yep, that came in at uh, 32.4%. That's, I mean, but like in the grand scheme of things, you know, if they all tied, they're all 25%. That's pretty close between four. So right? two of them came in one uh, 23.5 and 26.5. And then one of them came in at 17.6. Can you oh. guess which one that was? I, uh, dragon fruit. Dragon fruit was actually second place, 26.5. Oh, uh, uh, Samurai? Pre- Samurai, 17.6. Got yeah. it. Yeah, which is, um, yeah. I mean, they're all different, and my mind keeps cha- changing on like which ones I like, but it all depends on how they come out yeah. with the different traits. So, Absolutely. Yeah, no, they all, they all came out great. And, you know, if you don't like it, you can just go back to how you started. So, yep. So, you know, we give uh, we give K-Fuel and Tigons a bit of a hard time, but uh, I'm hearing whispers of what? something something called T-U-F-L. What, what in the world it? is that? Have you heard of such a thing? No. Is that T-Fuel? Wait, T-U-F-L? T-U-F-L. What the, what the hell is that? I believe, and this is just a guess, that it stands for Tigon Ultimate Fighting League, possibly. Okay. Oh, so uh, I believe that is the the gym for the WWZ for the Tigon integration. And yeah, the integration, Tigon. the integration is seemingly coming very soon. So okay, um, I know that I know that Swampy came put himself on the clock saying that Tigon's Discord is going to be token gated by the end of the month. Ooh, um, and that's using the Zilla Pass. So. Uh, that is coming soon as well. TM. And speaking of WWZ, what a night we had. Am am I right? Okay, so let's just 
just roll back one second. We usually record later on Sunday night, right? Yes. We're actually but this recording is just perfect timing. Friday night. So Friday night is the biggest night for for WWZ always, right? No doubt oh, about yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. So um I I entered I entered a saucy little number that uh <laughs> had uh that really focused on um, Max HP and Max HP Plus and a lot of other good stuff. I don't know if you saw the hat and the glasses on that bad boy with the karate dojo. Uh, I got a good I got a good look yeah. at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from uh, from up, from up on high. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because uh, when I rolled this one I immediately knew and called it that this was a good one because I had, I had green, uh, green, green. I had three HP, four HP plus, and I believe it was three luck, three armor, three damage, four accuracy. Like it was, it was a banger. Like all the way three zeal. So a, a zealous Not full, right? Not full zeal, but. You never but want to go was, full zeal. Well, if you can go full, if, if, you, if you're green, if you can make it to the end. It it does pay off, doesn't it? It could yeah, pay off. Yeah, yeah. It, it can pay off when you have a bunch of low HP zillas, and if you're the zeal guy, you come up there and just clean it up. But um, did you happen to see how tonight's fight started, though? I did not. I I caught it towards like the last half. Okay, so round one, literally, I got slammed. For like 40, I think 49 HP in round one. Round two, round two, you got slammed. <laughs> and then it ended up, it was me, you, and Zilla, top three. Uh, and you, you were almost dead before. Like, I didn't even think, I thought you were going to be dead any second. You just. You I was down going, to two. Yeah, which is, which is <laughs> crazy. Um, yeah, but you had, that was a final three for the ages with me, you and Zilla, uh, yep. represented up there. Yeah, I didn't, I, 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 I don't know why, you know, I, and it, it seems like who doesn't think it was evident, but like, and I'm not saying it, it's rigged or anything, but I'm saying like my guy misses more hits against you than like anyone, anyone. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I have heard you say that before too. Yeah, but yeah. I saw hey, it listen, in collection. I did. I did see it. Yeah, for sure. But hey, you know, I called my shot if, as soon as if, I got it. I called it in Discord. I called it on Twitter. And did you see my twenty-eight happened. to three gif I sent? Oh man, I missed it. <laughs> yeah. But that fits. Yeah, that uh, you fits. can change it for to one hundred two to fifteen is uh, is where we were. Oh my god! Now someone's actually going to do that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> They're gonna put, um, they're gonna put Mag's face on Maddie Ice. Oh man. Ooh, yeah. ooh, I'll take and I'm Brady. Oh <laughs> damn it. But yeah, so that brings up the uh the recent version in what are we what they call it? Point six point oh two or something like One that, right? Sure. But now the podium is specific to where we're playing, right? The uh the realm that we're playing in. And mm-hmm. I think that they increased the number of realms and they also, it, I believe part of it was that they increased the ability of Zilla pass to now find your NFTs off a of theta drop. Okay, cool. 
which obviously is meaningless for Pixillas, but it has some meaning for Tigons. Exactly. Ah, yes, of course. I get, I get, exactly. I get what you're laying down. So, all good things heading in the right direction there. Very cool to see. And speaking of some like fun thing, fun summer stuff, we had a Theta Pups challenge over on Open Rarity. Yeah, one, two, and three. One, two, and three. That's correct. So two had me confused for a bit. I didn't understand it, but um, it, it's like a it's like a trait category. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get Did you get it? Qualify? Uh, I did not qualify for two. I qualified for one and three. Oh, okay. Cool. In the in the one that I got for one, oh, actually, I didn't even open three. I, I I claimed it, but then I didn't open it. But the one I got from one, I I love it. It's like a, a surfer dog. He's so cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, no, I was uh, very, very happy. I mean, it's just fun, right? Like fun little, little. Who doesn't love? Who doesn't love a cute little dog? Yeah, to, and uh, surfboard. You know, like Theta Rarity, they got uh, the Theta Dragon. Uh, what is it? The staking, right? Yeah, yeah. And they got so they now they're this is their first challenge that that they had. Um, yep. So they've really you know um, come a long way. Yeah, for sure. Did you notice, though, at first with this staking feature, it was allowing you to stake even if it was listed for sale. And now if they're listed for sale, they don't count. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. Oh, I'm going to have to fix something. Yes, I knew before they were. I didn't know they nixed that. Is that recently? Must I... No, I don't think it was, but I haven't made it. I, I still... And, and it's like my rare one, right? That I just have up there dangling, uh, hoping. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's not. Oh, man. It's not oh. generating. Okay. Yep. So take that into consideration. Dude, we got to go back to Twitter here for a second. Because okay. you started something on Twitter. When? And it was a couple of days ago. And I'm telling you, like, it's got me... St- extremely oh, curious wait. okay is the bag the of, salted uh, egg fish skin oh. yes <laughs> okay uh, i i mean i saw some going back and forth but this is this is fish like this is literally fish skin is that what yeah. this is yeah max wants to get some i mean i don't think max would steer us wrong on this uh, but because he seemed all about it, like as soon as he saw it, he was like, "Oh man, I need it now!" Like, like it was crack. And it was, um, but it was someone posted like the Amazon uh, screenshots and like it was like forty for Max for Max. It was like forty-seven for one Canadian, and then the one that someone posted for the U.S. was three for like forty. Oh wow! <laughs> well, it takes fifty bucks to mail a couple of stickers out to him, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> it was more than a couple, but you know. Uh, you know, so I wonder if he got those yet. I got a confirmation that he did, and then I so oh nice. We just sent some Papa Mag swag. Yeah, for, uh, for his no way. particular reason because he doesn't have anything going on anytime soon. Oh my god, I can't, I can't Thank wait. <laughs> I can't wait. And then those are gonna be minted. They're well, they're already minted. Yeah, right? I will. Like, yeah, I see them in Open Theta. Yeah, they look pretty cool. They do look pretty cool. So Vegas Odds says don't buy Swampies because uh, really? he, 
Yeah, I think I think that you got to avoid swampies. I don't think really? he's gonna. <laughs> you know, one of our mutual friends told me that she really wants to get swampies. So, you know, I guess I guess one we'll of see. our mutual friends said yeah. she. Hmm. Yeah. Who could that be? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So back to the fish skin. Like, are you are you trying that? I try anything twice. You know that. What about a ketchup popsicle? I'm not trying that twice. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. There's no point of trying to catch a popsicle, um, oh, unless there. Well, well, th what I'm saying is like, there's no reason for me to have a ketchup popsicle unless you know <laughs> the pot was sweetened, as it were. There but, you go. But like, um, these these chips uh, or um, you know taters, but they're not the fish skins. Okay, fish right, skins. Yeah. Uh, I'd give it. I give it a shot. You know, when I cook salmon or whatever, and you get that like, like that crispy skin on the bottom, dude, that's yep. my favorite part. Like, I love that. But so that's you, also like freshly cooked. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, what is what is this? Hey, uh, it's you know, uh, I don't think you know what. I guess the thing that I think the you know the tens and tens want to know. You know, ThetaCon's coming up, right? And you're going, yeah. and I'm going. Yeah. Uh, we just got cut confirmation t today on the X space uh, that Rare Robots come in 100%. Nice. I did hear that. Yep. So really looking forward to that. It's cool because, you know, like he, he's not done with Pines. He talked about more stuff we were going to that he's working on with Pines and he's committed to Pines and he's just they're working bananas now. But, you know, he's he's still working both projects and, um, you know, he's like he's He's going to be there for his community. So that's uh, that's good to hear. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. That's Brian really probably, he probably lost a card game to Brian though, probably. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think so. I, and it was it was really good uh, time last year, obviously, seeing him. Oh, yeah. And, you know, getting to know him a bit. And I think that just the the reception that he got from the, the community, you know, went a long ways because, you know, we're, we're really, we're, it's amazing how kind of tight we are as a, a family here. Of, oh, definitely. You know, so it's, it was awesome. And I, so, I can only see it being just as good, if not better this year, because, you know, it's, you know, yeah, well, year and we got this. So it's in Austin, Texas, uh, this year in November, Austin, Massachusetts, <laughs> the university of Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, you remember that road trip? You yeah. Do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, absolutely. that's what we the So, um, but yeah, so I guess I don't know if we so if Bones is listening or anyone else from TC23 uh, and Popper, I mean, like, I know you wouldn't go out and have something like that. But, you know, if it was like a community thing where we're having some weird shit, oh, are you going to take part in that? You know, the tens and tens. You're talking about food, eating weird food at ThetaCon 23. I don't want to throw up. <laughs> uh, I got. Come on, you you I mean, wouldn't do I, it for our fans, and you know, I would community? do like I mean, okay, so we're in the heart of <laughs> like Texas, right? I mean, we're we're close to the border here. There's got to be some. There's got to be some kind of what? What are we talking like barbecue town, or like are we talking uh, um, you know good Mexican? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the Austin food scene is like. So. But I would I would be up for something. Yeah. Well we can we can figure that out as we go. But 
I, if it's something so gross, like I'm not doing like fear factor stuff and get out of here. No, thanks. We, sh- we should coordinate. I mean, it'd be cool if we could do something. I mean, it's not a big thing, but I mean, uh, uh, you know, I think you're known for your, your food hot takes, uh, and actually like cold takes usually if you ask me, <laughs> but, uh, Mo- <laughs> I, you know, why, why, you know, why do you would, like ketchup popsicles? I don't like them, but I, I don't like them. I've never had it just for the record. But I'm just saying, if if I was like a, it w- if it was like a Fear Factor thing, I'll have a ketchup popsicle. Dude, have you ever seen Fear Factor? No. You remember that show? You I haven't. I, what's the point? I, I get the gist. You eat stupid shit, right? Well, that's, that's only the part. Gist. Yeah, but like, no, like nasty, like eyeballs, like. Yeah, I yeah, okay. it's stupid. I'm not eating that. Uh, fish I'm skins. Not. If you want to get fish skins, I'll eat it. I'll well, eat pickled. I'll eat pickled beets. You won't. So, so last year we brought some uh, sizzle popcorn, but we're all out. So, no, I still have some, and I'll do bring you it. Really? Oh, dude, it's it's <laughs> it's stale, <laughs> crusty and dusty. <laughs> but if I remember, and I still have some, I'll, I'll bring it, and you guys can have some. Uh, That's part of the fear factor. Uh, that i mean that's safe it's not going to be as nearly as good as the ones last year but it was also manufactured probably two years ago so okay well let's, let's see um so yeah i just wanted to throw out there i don't know if you saw insiders this week they opened up a merch store and i yeah, thought it was it pretty cool it's token gated okay so, so you can go on there and there's like there's a section where anybody can buy stuff, mm-hmm. but if you want like gold ape merchandise, you have to link your wallet and show like it's got to see that you have a gold ape insider for you to be eligible to to make that purchase. That's awesome. That sounds cool. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, I know I, I talked to him and it's like I I've never seen it done like that before. I think that that would have been pretty cool for pines too, you know, mm, just yep. with like T fuel, you know, the guardians and T fuel pins and things, things of that nature. So yeah, the T fuel pins would be cool. Yep. But, and for um, the people that I have, you know, you have to have a T fuel pin. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's, it's doable. So maybe we can see that at some point. On that note, anyway, let's uh, let's clean this up, man, because we had a really exciting week. We were able to secure a project from Cardano, dude. So, but yeah, TURF Turf NFT project, pretty cool. Great to get to know them, learn about the project, and we will have more of that after these messages. Hey guys, welcome back. And we are pleased to have with us today from the Project Turf on Cardano. This is a first of its kind Pinecast with a little 88 uh, flavor. Our boy Ralph. Ralph, welcome to the Pinecast. Thank you so much, Popper. All right, Ralph. So you're from the Cardano family. Give us a little uh, idea what you got going on here with uh, your turf project. Yeah, sure. Let me explain how turf came into existence in the first place. 
actually the idea for this type of map art or like cartographic art that's what we're creating already started like 10 years ago so way before uh, uh like blockchain or nfts were even a thing i am a huge cartography fan i'm a bit of an artist i'm a bit of a developer a bit of everything and back then i created a like uh yeah an artistic impression of the street map of my hometown which is rotterdam here back in the netherlands and um yeah, I, I really thought people would, would like the concept and would like to hang it on their walls just as a, a reminder of the place that they're proud of, the place that they were born or they visited as a tourist, like whatever you can think of. So I created that, that map of Rotterdam and started selling it in what I called an, uh, an online pop-up store. Uh, and that was actually an instant success. So that was really fun to see how this emotional trigger really worked for people. So I sold it as prints on canvas, like high quality, uh, certain sizes, etc., and uh, in a limited edition. Uh, and that was a really fun short-lived project. I think I did it only for like three or four months and then it, we actually sold out. So that was really cool to see. Um, and then I, I started doing other things. I started traveling the world, etc. So basically, I didn't do anything with maps for a long time, but I always had in the back of my mind that I wanted to do something again with this cartographic art, but then in a different way and also catering to, of course, other locations. So in the meantime, I, I, I became a software engineer and yeah, at some point I built an engine that could turn any location in the world into fun cartographic art like the ones that we uh, that we sell with turf uh, and then i didn't make this connection yet with blockchain or nfts or anything but then i had a friend or actually a former colleague of mine harm which is my co-founder explain about another nft project that he had going on and then at some point it clicked so i thought why shouldn't we do this cartographic art idea on the blockchain and sell it as nfts uh, and really make it one of one art because that's one of the the main concepts of turf is we divided the world's surface in squares of two by two kilometers and each square is only available once no matter what we're currently like we started off as you mentioned already on cardano uh, we're really uh, deep into the cardano community and yeah really part of the cardano family but recently we also extended our product to uh, to polygon because we uh, yeah we want to be chain agnostic but anyway, our, our squares, to, to get back to the, uh, the concept of the map art, are only sold once, no matter which chain, uh, no matter what, what color variations we're going to introduce in the future, etc. It's going to be only one NFT per square that is available in our uh, uh, web interface. So that's really cool. And then what you, what you get when you buy a Turf NFT, which is uh, through our interface, we try to make it as user-friendly as possible, so you can just browse the world map like it's google maps um, you can click a square you can generate previews you can see what it looks like you can change the name underneath it you can shuffle the colors around etc and then you can finally go through the checkout and then once it's minted uh, it will appear on our map and then it's like filled in with the artistic impression of the street map and and that's it so other people can can click it can can see it but they cannot buy it because it's uh, it was bought by you very cool. I, I did look onto your website and noticed uh, what you were doing there. And it looks like some of the squares, like I'm, I'm close to New York here. It looks like a bunch of the squares within New York City, Manhattan area are taken up. Did, did this kind of drop start already? Like, is it live right now? Yeah. So that's a good question. Uh, we started Turf, uh, it's more than a year and a half ago now, I think. 
So we started building the entire uh, system, the backend. Like there's lots of uh, yeah, of engineering, lots lots of tech going on uh, under the surface. Uh, but we did our first launch already. Yeah, it's a, a bit over a year ago. So minting is live. You can mint at this moment. Anyone can mint any location in the world. Uh, as I said, because we're live already for quite a while, but uh, there's uh, there's a, there's a big but, and the the concept is basically this: we identified a list of the 150 most popular or most visited places in the world, which is going to be all the things, yeah, all, all the obvious things you can think of. It's like the New York, San Francisco, Amsterdam, Berlin, Paris, all those locations. We blocked them from the start, and then we had already a few like special mint events to basically sell those squares because we figured there's some special meaning to those locations because they're so popular and something that we might touch upon in a bit is that if you buy a turf nft you actually get the rights to resell uh, prints or reproductions of that part of the world uh, so we've seen already community members that started to sell turf art in in local souvenir stores, for example, uh, that kind of concept. So, so we really thought that these prime locations have some additional value uh, besides the emotional link that that someone might have to this place. So we blocked them, and then there were a few events where we opened them up. Sometimes it was for like some premium price, but uh, most recently we did a random drop. Basically, what that entails is you can select a city that you're interested in. So let's say New York City. And you select your city, and then you can you can mint a turf square within the boundaries of that city, but you cannot pick which square. So what we did from the start is like there was no randomness because you can just select a square and and buy that one if you if you like it. But we also wanted to appeal to uh, yeah the more traditional NFT dynamic with a random drop and and a certain scarcity of squares because of course uh, New York City only consists of so many squares I, I don't know by heart how many there are but you can imagine that that introduces a fun dynamic so we did a random drop um, a few months ago and we're planning another one for next week actually and that's going to be a fun one August 24th I think it's 7 p.m UTC uh, we are opening up all the squares of the world of any prime location to anyone that's interested and they can participate in this random event. So that'll be like pick a city, mint, and you get a surprise as to what- Yeah, you get a surprise. So, so what I would recommend, of course, is you browse the, 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 the map a little bit, you check out your city, you see how, how big the prime area actually is. So you, you see whether the square that you're eyeballing is actually within that range and of course you should check whether it's still available because if you're looking for one very particular square and it's already taken then of course in a random drop you will not be getting that one because it's it's already been sold so i i recommend to browse the map a little bit and then see if your square of choice is still available and then yeah try your luck and um, was i reading it right and i could be wrong ralph does the mint price go up as more squares in the city have been taken Yes, that is correct. So we start for, for all cities, we start at the regular uh, price, which all the non-prime turfs are also. And I think currently it's set to um, uh, 30 euros per square. Uh, and then uh, with the more squares being minted within the boundaries of one city, the price slightly goes up. And the idea behind that is that, of course, the more squares are taken, the more chance you get, you have to get the squares that you actually want. 
so that's why I mentioned you should first check out whether your square has not been taken yet. But then imagine, I think for Paris, because the last random event, people really went crazy on Paris for some reason. And I think there's only one square left in Paris. So if you would buy a random square in Paris, quote unquote, then you would obviously get that one square because there's only one left. <laughs> so in that sense, we, uh, we try to adjust a little bit for the randomness of the, uh, of the mints you're doing. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I just looked at this. I, I was on the website before I must not have clicked it or whatever, but this map's pretty interactive and yeah, you can see and zoom in wherever you want. I'm looking at Tokyo right now and seeing, uh, that there's, there's some stuff available. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh man, this is super cool. Yeah. So, so basically, or what I can can explain furthermore about uh, what you get with, when you actually buy a turf NFT. It's it's a few things. Uh, first of all, there's like a very fun 3D interactive version of your part of the world map. So I think you can you can see any of them for the already minted squares uh, in our on our website turfnft.com. So if you click uh, an already minted square, you can go to a 3D tab and you can you can play around with it. It's like this fun card that floats around in space and you can turn it around, zoom in, zoom out. There's a couple of hidden Easter eggs actually. You can press A for art mode, which is uh, basically the, the art will be framed in your screen. Could be fun to show this or let, yeah, to explain this to people. Uh, you can press B for bear mode. So then you only see the map part floating in the, with a dark background in space, which is, I think, my favorite view of, of a turf. And there's a couple more things. You can shuffle the colors, for example. So that's the 3D thing. What you also get is a very high resolution JPEG that's ready for printing. So that's literally the one because we really try with Turf to make this connection between the digital and the physical world. So uh, we really encourage people to buy the NFT, but then also get a, a print of their Turf, of their NFT and hang it on the wall because it looks beautiful when it's framed and uh, and hung above your couch or in your bedroom. Or I, I have one right behind me here. <clears throat> it's a shame you can't see it. It's actually just Rotterdam, the part where I'm living. Um, so that's really cool. So what you get is the high resolution version that's ready for printing. You can also print through our interface if you like, because we partnered up with a printing company that does worldwide shipping. So we have shipped to, to all continents uh, and to many, many countries around the world already. And uh, we print on very high quality, fine art paper with very deep color. So it, it looks really, yeah, I'm, I'm still, uh, every time I see a turf, I'm still amazed by uh, how beautiful they look. Um, so that's what you get. And then third, what you get also is the license to resell, which I already mentioned uh, briefly before. So basically, if you own a part of the world in our little turf world, then you can do anything with that image, uh, anything that you that you like, basically. You can print it on mugs and sell it in a souvenir store. You can uh, open up an Etsy store and try to sell them to anyone that's interested in that particular location. So uh, so that license part is really cool because yeah, what we tried with that is to really create a way of organic growth to, to get our name out there and to, to make more people enthusiastic about, about Turf, uh, the brand actually. Very cool. I'm just kind of looking through on here and it seems like you have, you know, a lot, of, I'm looking in the New York area, but there's some like random ones like within New Jersey and stuff. So it seems like you, have kind of like a wide variety already of sales going on in these little little squares yeah. and that's that's the fun thing like theoretically there is so many squares or like yeah there's so many surfaces of the earth that that can be minted 
but of course the the area that is interesting to 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 folks is is relatively limited but indeed what you see is that some people just like they love their hometown which could be in the middle of nowhere in the mountains and 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 in terms of art i actually i think it's fun to see that everything kind of works well because even if you live on the coast and there's part of your area that might be sea which would then turn up like like a yeah a blank area on the map for example the white space of that water in most cases works really well so also in the, in mountainous areas where you have very like windy roads they create a, a completely different type of art than when you would mint uh, yeah downtown manhattan which is mainly like squares which is very colorful etc so so each of those types of regions has its own charm i would say so that's really fun to see now is there a way to get like a preview of a square that you're looking to buy i mean i know you can go on the ones that are already purchased and kind of look at it but i'm trying to like I, I clicked on one here and it seems like it like added it to my cart but it's not giving me the that same option immediately uh, to to preview like i was for a, a purchased one so if you uh if you are looking to buy one you can select the square and then add it to your cart and then you should see a like a preview of the art version which is of course, scale down a little bit. It's not super high resolution. We don't offer previews for the 3D art, but it should give you uh, a preview of the uh, uh, yeah of the printed version, essentially. Okay, I guess you have to first connect a wallet to do that. No, 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 no. You can no. just select the square, and yep. um, if you do that, you should be able to in the top right of your screen or a mobile i think it's at the bottom of your screen you should be able to to press a button which is like a plus add to cart and then a cart pop-up should appear where you see the, uh, the the preview and that's also where you can select which name will be displayed below your turf okay i see you now all right i was just struggling and we will be right back this week's episode is brought to you by dr theta's community guardian node theta's premier community guardian node where you can stake your theta if you don't run your own guardian node Best of all, 100% uptime, so you do not miss any rewards, and zero fees, so you earn 100% of your T-Fuel. Trusted by Theta Labs, you can easily stake directly within your wallet. Simply go to the Staking tab, choose Delegated Guardian Node, and find Dr. Theta's Guardian Node. Quick, simple, reliable, and best of all, safe, as the coins never leave your wallet. Stake with the Doc today. This week's episode is brought to you by GuardiansofTheta.com. Offering 0% one-click Theta Guardian staking with random monthly token giveaways. Guardians also airdropped everyone staking with him an NFT that you're able to stake and earn T-Vibe. 100% uptime, zero fees, random giveaways, what's not to love? Stop paying 4% and come join the fam with Guardians of Theta. Papa Max podcast. Just a little bit off base here, but a, a recent conversation we've been having with one of our guys in the the Theta community. Um, he's trying to sell us all on flat Earth, right? Yeah. So you you look at this, and uh, I mean, these squares look pretty pretty flat. What what what's your thoughts? <laughs> That's a good question. My thoughts on the flat Earth uh, theory. Yeah, no. Well, no, I don't know if I can give a. A good answer to that. The only thing I know is that because I'm the the CTO of Turf, so so basically I'm responsible for all the tech behind it, and um, it was quite a struggle to make things work and to actually divide the roundness of the Earth into 
into squares. There's, for example, uh, you, you might see, depending on which area you're looking at, uh, you see a, a slight offset between one row of turfs and the next one. And that increases uh, if you move yeah, left or right on the map. And at some point, we needed to, to uh, offset, to basically to cancel that offset again. So there are gaps in the map. And sometimes they are really inconveniently placed, like cutting right through the city center of Edinburgh, for example. That's one I, I, I managed to manually fix. But um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. If you look at the, the, the different projections of, uh, of maps and, and look at how that works, and I'm, I'm pretty confident that the Earth is round, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm also, I also remember seeing this somewhere. If you, if you just go and you get instead of one square, you get say four squares, right? You can turn a four square patch into one NFT, or would that still be four separates, but they can come as one print? Yeah, no, that would be one NFT. So this is really a, a fun dynamic. It's, I think I can say it hasn't taken off the way we had envisioned it yet, but we just thought it would be super fun to to do some kind of like you would almost yeah you would be able to call it turf wars or whatever you know so where people start collecting the squares and what you can actually do is if you buy initially buy one you can decide to buy one or a two by two or three by three up to five by five turf squares you can basically merge into one big nft and the fun thing is that the art looks really different because of course there's much more ground that you're covering so there's much more detail in these in these larger turfs they really look quite stunning on print but also digitally uh, sometimes like we limited it to five by five because there's also technical limitations if you have these 3d uh, the 3d versions of of larger turfs they take up quite some CPU. So if you look at a big turf uh, full screen, it might be that your fan starts spinning on your laptop because uh, it's quite heavy to to show that. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, as you mentioned, you basically can merge them together. It will become one NFT. But also after the fact, if you bought one, but you decide to expand your area, you can buy the three that are surrounding it, and then uh, later on you can combine them together to create one NFT and, and thus get the art for, for that entire area of land. And that's quite fun. Uh, we do that with a burn, uh, basically, uh, yeah, we call it merge and burn. So you burn the original NFTs and then you get the newly created bigger version of that location back into your wallet. And that's all possible through our interface. Currently, we're mainly focused on Cardano for these types of functionalities. We're planning to expand this also to Polygon, so you can connect your wallet, you can merge, you can, uh, you can order prints, etc. So yeah, that's for now, it's mainly Cardano, but we're planning to implement it for Polygon as well. Cool. So then... When you're buying these, you're you're basically buying the NFT, and then after that, you have the ability to purchase the print, is, right? Yeah, yeah. How right. much? Uh, how much are the prints, if you don't mind me asking? So they're they're forty euros. Um, so in dollars would be forty three, forty four, and they are like currently we only ship one size, which is uh, sixty by forty centimeters, so sixty high, forty wide. Uh, but as I mentioned. It's really superior. It's not just a poster. It's really art. If you see it hang on a wall, it's really so. I think the price is more than justified, and um, 
yeah, it's really cool. And if we're talking about this anyway, this is a cool part of this whole owning the license of that map, as I mentioned before. Basically, if you if you own a turf, you can opt in to sell prints of your location to other people as well through our uh, interface. So if you click uh, any of the minted squares, you will see a button buy fine art print. And that you can also do if you don't own the underlying NFT, but you're just interested in, uh, yeah, in, in the print itself. Uh, so basically this is decided by every turf owner, whether they want to allow this or not, because of course it's your NFT and you might have other plans with it. You might want to be the only one in the world that, that has that particular art hanging on the wall. But most people we, we find they do opt in and they, they allow yeah, other people to, to enjoy the, the artwork and, and get a print and hang it on their walls. So that's also a fun way. And, and this is basically where our royalties mechanism comes in. I almost forget to mention it, but, but when you allow uh, selling those prints, you get basically a commission or like, uh, yeah, royalties over the, 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 the sold uh, print. So you get 10%, I think it is, of the revenue of every print will be going, flowing straight into the wallets of the, of the owner of the underlying turf. So that's really a fun way to, to maybe even uh, yeah, make some money uh, of your of your nfts so i know you guys are in rotterdam are you able to ship worldwide yes we do ship worldwide we've shipped to uh in the states we ship uh, we ship to thailand we even ship prints to uh to certain countries in africa australia new zealand we yeah we ship basically across the globe uh, and this is made possible by our uh, printing partner that have that network and facilities uh, all over the place Sorry, Ben Quad. I've just been going through and looking at parts of the world while you're talking. So apologies yeah, for sure. that. So all right. So now you, we talked a little cross chain. Is uh, you know you got Cardano, you got Polygon. Are you familiar at all with Theta? Uh, not as much as I would like. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, no. No. It's all good. And you know, me and Mags aren't really the two to talk to about like the technical capabilities behind it, but you know there there is a lot of technical capabilities with data. I'm uh, off the top of my head. I'm trying to to pick one out for this, but you know this is pretty this is pretty straightforward. What you're doing, I mean, to me, like the the upside of this is like you said, if you got like a a little some little quaint town or something with a with a gift store. And you, you get these things and you sell them as prints there and you can, you know, you own it and you print them out and, and it's a good keepsake for people that are visiting there. It seems like a, a pretty cool idea. I could totally see these uh, as the art looks great. Just like go into the, the frequently asked questions on the website. There's a bunch of uh, examples of the art and yeah. it looks really nice. Are the color, I, I saw when you're in the wallet that are the, the cart, you can like randomize the colors. Is is it only a, like a, a, a randomization of colors or can you kind of get them more specific to your likings or how does that work? No, for now it's, uh, it's, it's really randomized. So you can shuffle and you can shuffle as many times as you like. So if you are looking at the certain, yeah, patch of land or yeah, certain area that you want a certain color you can shuffle as many times as you want until it has that color uh, but of course it's very obvious like we have done special edition turfs for events because we are also trying to partner up with events to to uh 
yeah, to give these as keepsakes for uh, yeah event attendees, for example. So we have done some special editions, uh, most notably for the Cardano Summit, which is like the biggest Cardano event uh, of the year every year organized by the Cardano Foundation. We did a special edition with different colors, different color variations. So that's, of course, an obvious expansion of what, of our offering. Uh, we'll be uh, offering different yeah, color palettes, essentially, and that people can pick which one they like most and uh, that fits their interior design, etc. So, so that's really a fun thing. Currently, we only stick to this palette. Uh, we've done a lot of research and trial and error to, to get to this palette. It wasn't as easy as we thought it would be. Uh, and this really works well, but of course there's other things too. And I think if you look at our on our home page, the how it works like pop up, there is one exa yeah. The lighting is not so good, but there's one example of this is actually a prince of the Netherlands that received a special edition turf. It's a very small picture, but that one had a, a purple background and some some more like darkish variations of colors for the uh, for the actual map uh, part. But um, yeah, so that's definitely something that we are thinking of to launch in the future okay yeah so how it works is the pictures i was looking at i was i hit, I hit faq and then scrolled up um <laughs> but in there there's a guy holding a picture of baltimore that one looks it, enormous it is enormous it's a special one that was one of our early adopters and well if you scroll to baltimore on the on our website turfnft.com you will see that this is a patchwork of minted yeah, minted NFTs, essentially. And I think what we did there, because back then we didn't have the option yet to to merge until five by five, but the area that this guy minted, I think it was nine squares by nine squares almost. So what we did is we created a special edition Baltimore turf that covers the entire area that he minted, uh, and we shipped it to his house uh, because we were so grateful that he was such a big fan. So, uh, and then he, he got a beautiful frame for it. And yeah, he really got a, a big ass one. I think that's, that's 60 by 90 centimeters. I can't calculate to inches, unfortunately, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a big one. Okay. I just scrolled down to Baltimore and yeah, if you, if you're looking, it does, it looks like there's a slice of Baltimore that isn't mintable. And I guess that's exactly. because the earth is round. Exactly. This is the proof that the earth is round, I think. These gaps. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Swampy? His, uh, his yeah. name. His name is Swampy. Sounds like a great guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so actually, what we did for the print is we just covered up that uh, that um, that gap essentially. Uh, so, w the guy essentially owns that gap as well. It's just not on this map right here. Gotcha. All right. So uh, we got you know we got the the benefits of owning the. Is there a, the use case of owning is, you know, you're able to print it for your wall, you're able to sell it, you're able to have others come and buy it and get a, a, a bit of a royalty on that. Yep. Got your cross chain. So the, the random drop event, you said that that is August 24th. So that's coming up. Let's Correct. see, that's, uh, that's yep. going to be Thursday. Thurs yeah. that, that's actually this week for, for those of everyone listening, because this is going to drop on Tuesday-ish. Oh, so yeah. we, yeah, we got... Yeah, so we got we got Thursday drop, and you said that's going to be 150 different cities, and I'm assuming, like you said, because the mint price goes up based on how many squares are left, 
not all of these cities are going to be minting at the same price. At, at no, the same that's time. correct. The price is, uh, in, in that sense, indeed a variable. So I mentioned Paris as an example before. So if you look at Paris, there's only one square left of the, the prime area. So that one square will be going for 75 euros. Uh, I think it's every 10% of, uh, of, of squares that, that, that's minted, every 10% it will go up with 5 euros. So, so uh, that that's actually at a discount compared to being able to choose your own square within the city limits, right? Because I, I thought when I first stopped, dropped in here that, you know, my, my rural area, I believe, is 30 euros, but the city was more. Yeah, that's true. So we, as I mentioned before, we did play around with different pricing uh, techniques. So we had the squares open for some time at a premium and that was like really pretty steep i think we opened it up at 250 euros i think that's um, right yep so uh yeah th th that was different so now they're all blocked and then indeed it we will this is how we sell it especially to our longtime community members that have seen and have known the previous pricing of the of the of the prime turfs for them, it's really going to be a, a big discount to own a piece of prime turf because, as I said, it used to be 250 and now it's almost, uh, uh, yeah, cut down by, uh, by 220 euros, almost 90% uh, off. So, um, yeah, so, so we want to make these squares available to, to other people as well, not just the, uh, the whales. So where is this mint uh, going to be taking place? Where do people have to go? Yeah, the, it's literally just our website, turfnft.com. So I think it's it's the 24th, 7 p.m. UTC, Sharp will open up the squares. And then if you click any of them within your desired city, you will be redirected to a pop-up with the entire explanation of how it works. But essentially, it's very easy. You just like uh, click on, on New Year on any of the prime squares, which will then have a, a nice little fleshy star indicating them instead of the gray dot that they currently have and then um, you can just say okay i want to mint one or two or three or four squ random squares within this prime location this prime city uh, and then you you check out and then uh, the nfts will be dropped into your wallet as soon as you um, completed the transfer vegas has got a bunch of grayed out ones so that looks like it's going to be up for sale and there's not too many that have been sold there yet it looks like only three squares that seems like that would be a, a popular one to to go after yeah yeah there's a lot of uh land to be uh given away in vegas actually no i think the three squares that you see minted are just outside the prime area so vegas, you're right yeah the, it's blue next to them yeah yeah so vegas is is wide open interesting so uh, what's your what's your uh future vision for this Do, is there anything else that you have in mind for this project yeah so right before summer we pushed really hard for some features that we had on our uh, wish list so first of all it was going cross going multi-chain so now we can also offer nfts on polygon we are uh, verified on OpenSea, etc so that's really cool uh, we did some other cool things which is the royalty mechanism so you can uh, for now again only cardano but you can connect your wallet and you can uh, like through our interface, sign up for the royalty program. So, which means that you can earn money through the people that are interested in buying the prints through our uh, uh, through our website. Uh, so, yeah, we did a lot of technical things right before summer. Then we took a bit of a break, and now we're really going to 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 push 
on the marketing side a bit more because we really think uh, we're still flying under the radar. So we're really going to uh, to get our name out there, uh, participate in as many Twitter spaces and podcasts, etc., as possible. Because yeah, we put a really a lot of effort into this, and there's still a lot of fun things we can explore in the future. But of course, we need to to see some traction to to justify. Uh, uh, justify things so we really hope that, that people get enthusiastic and um uh yeah and start buying uh buying the beautiful uh, art that we sell now just kind of in a, a pre-production type uh meeting <laughs> uh as we call it there was a note here about some partnerships that you had with the cardano foundation n-m-k-r-u-n-h-c-r yeah. can you tell yes. us a bit about what you're doing there Definitely. <clears throat> so uh, one of the special edition event turfs that I mentioned earlier is the one with the Cardano Foundation. So basically at the Cardano Summit, what we did is, or actually we were approached by the Cardano Foundation, whether if we wanted to provide uh, NFTs that were basically part of the uh, swag bag that everybody that participated in the event would receive. So there was a fun kind of uh, uh, like a treasure hunt going on on the location itself because there was okay let me take one step back the cardano summit is a really big event there's always a main uh, main location uh, last year that was in switzerland and there were community-led events and they were in in 50 play other places around the world literally from buenos aires to perth to uh, bangkok you name it uh, so for all these locations we created unique special edition turf art. So usually it would be the city center of the, the place where the event would, would take place. Uh, and then again, it would con consist of the, the 3D rotating art and, and the printed, the, the high resolution print version, etc. And then everybody that would attend one of these events would get a ticket or basically a QR code that they could scan and then mint the NFT for their location. Uh, and that was just really fun. Apart from the physical locations, there was also a, a, a digital because it was a hybrid event. So there was also a digital environment where people would be able to complete a treasure hunt. And then at the end, they would receive a special code to be able to mint the digital uh, version of the uh, Summit NFTs. And it was a really great success. I think we minted over 22,000 NFTs just in, in that one event. Uh, it lasted for three or four days. Uh, so that was just really cool to see the dynamic and people started collecting them. Uh, some people are still looking to to complete their collection. They want all 50 physical location NFTs plus the digital one. Uh, so it's really uh, it was really fun to see how people really uh, engaged with that project. And then the other col big collaboration that we did with UNHCR was actually also facilitated by the Cardano Foundation. Uh, UNHCR is the, is the UN refugee organization, so they yeah they basically try to alleviate the the the, the burdens and the, the the how do you say yeah the struggles that 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 refugees go through. And what we try to do is basically sell NFTs or actually raise funds through NFT sales. So for we did one event at um, a Paris Blockchain Week, and we did one at um, Consensus. Uh, which was held a few months ago uh, and basically what we did is create a special edition turf again uh, with uh, different uh, colors and we we did it for did it for several locations basically locations where the refugee crisis are are most pressing 
uh, and people would be able to go through a, an easy interface, mint an NFT, and they would get a, a randomly chosen uh, like one of these locations again to kind of facilitate the collectors and and uh, people try to collect the entire uh, range of cities that we offered and um and yeah well 100 of of all the the revenue all the proceeds from from those mints would go straight to unhr to uh yeah to fund their projects so that was really rewarding to do it was a really crazy collaboration uh, because it, it i think the first edition in paris blockchain week uh, from start to end, I think we decided to do it two and a half weeks before the actual event happened. So then we had to go through many iterations of NFT design, uh, like how uh, the, the sales mechanics, etc. All those things were aligned within two weeks. So that was really a crazy ride, but uh, it all worked, and uh, it was. I think it was a moderate success. They're really like pilots to see if if NFTs or or like blockchain events would yeah be able to create alternative revenue streams for a uh, um, a good cause like UNHCR and I think it was successful. So they are they're going to do other things as well, also with other Cardano projects. Um, but yeah, it was really fun to to be uh, the yeah to be facilitating the first pilot of that for them. That's very cool. Yeah. No, I mean this. This looks like a pretty interesting project. That you know, it's it's straightforward. I don't know if there's anything else that you really wanted to. Uh, did you have any other questions, Mags? Or I think it's already covered in the FAQs, but because you know we're not really too familiar with those blockchains as much about the wallet. But I believe there's a. It, it tells you what's recommended, right? The type of wallet in there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So actually, what we even provide a, a credit card checkout. So even. Um, this is at some point we we figured this should be our slogan slogan like uh, the the first NFT that your aunt also wants or something something along those lines uh, because we really think this art appeals not only to crypto folk but uh, folks but also yeah other people or like I don't know your family members whoever that is interested in certain locations so we really try to make the checkout process as easy as possible so. We even have credit card checkout, so you don't need any wallet prior to to minting or buying an NFT, buying a turf. Uh, what will happen then? You can choose your your chain, so you can choose either Polygon or Cardano, and then we will email you a uh, what we call a paper wallet. So that's basically a temporary wallet uh, passphrase that you can then uh, enter uh, through a web interface and then uh, move the NFT to a permanent, more secure wallet. And what we pers- what we recommend for Cardano wallets, at least, is a um, is Typhon. It's just one of the many out there. Some people like Nami. Some people like Typhon. Eternal is a is a popular one as well in the Cardano ecosystem. Uh, really, any of those work as long as it's, of course, um, your own. Uh, I, I'm forgetting the words now. Uh, what am I looking for? Like it, we don't send NFTs to uh, exchange wallets. That's it's a, a custodial wallet, like your own yeah, wallet. Yeah, non It should be a non-custodial wallet. Exactly. That's the word. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. It should be a non-custodial wallet. Uh, but any of these basically have the option to, uh, when you install the browser extension, to create a new wallet or import an existing one. And it's all really, if you're only slightly familiar with these concepts, it's really straightforward. Yeah, very cool. Everyone's going to have the same chance as us, Popper, because uh, you know it's Thursday. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so no front running, but um. Uh, also, too, you can, and I, I did this while we were on. Is uh, when I was scoping out the art, there was uh, the 
the Discord uh, link there. So I'm all signed up for their Discord. So you should do nice. that too, if you want to take a look, everyone. So that's I do have one point. more question before we let you go. Um, yeah, on, sure. the, on the FAQs, you mentioned a turf token. Yes, that is true. The turf token, it's really straightforward. Turf token is not super exciting or anything, but if you buy a, a three by three square turf or larger, so basically that's what we discussed uh, earlier, it's like merging, combining squares uh, at your initial buy or, or after, after the fact, uh, you are actually eligible for a free print. So if you buy a three by three, we will ship you a free print. And during the checkout process, you can basically choose whether you want to get that print right away, or you can choose to receive a turf token with which later on you can claim uh, you can claim a print for that particular location or any other uh, NFT that you own, essentially. Or even you can use the turf tokens to buy the art of of other people if they opted into the royalty uh, uh, the royalty program. So basically, a turf token is just uh, one turf token stands for uh, equals one print that you can uh, get through our website. And the forty euros is or the token is including shipping, etc. So if you own a token, you can basically get a, a print shipped to your home for free. Very cool. So a three by three. All right, nice. Yeah, if you buy three by three, you can choose to get a token, and then um, yeah, you can get your print or or sit on your token for a bit and wait until you uh, you expand maybe your turf and you get a print for that one. Um, you can do whatever you want with it. But the t tokens are valid. Um, yeah, they don't expire, so you can basically use your token whenever you want in the future. Awesome. All right, Mags. Well, I think we need to try to figure out which of these blocks Chief lives in. Uh, <laughs> the first one to figure that out and buy it is guaranteed some royalties. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for for having me and having yeah letting me explain uh, all things turf. And I'm really hoping that uh, your community will also uh, become a bit yeah enthusiastic about it and 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 understands the concept of it because I'm still super stoked about it. All right, Ralph. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate it again. And uh, August 24th, guys. And we'll uh, we'll be watching intently here. Yeah, thanks again for having me. And um, yeah, have a good day. You too, Ralph. All right, you as well. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Pops and Mags Pinecast. Music provided by Sushi Cat. Like what you hear? Send that cat a very nicely worded compliment on Twitter at Just Add Spam. Pops and Mags is a scumbag hat production in association with Kyle's Hot Tub.